Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the role of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is not what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. Hey everybody, Brian here. Thanks for listening to Flashbang and The Surgeon. I hope you guys are enjoying it as much as we enjoyed making it. We're now past the halfway mark for season one, and this next episode is based on Two-Face, part one. The story was written by Alan Burnett, while the teleplay was written by Randy Rogel, and originally aired September 25th, 1992. The city of Waterdeep is overrun with crime. Jewel thieves, kidnappers, and everything in between are afoot in the main city of Splenda, proving too much for the city watch to handle. Luckily, the watchful eyes of good have taken notice, jumping into action and breathing life back into vigilante justice on the heroes, Flashbang and the Surgeon. Welcome to our latest session of Flashbang and the Surgeon. I think it's six. Ooh. I think this is session six. And we're moving into some endgame territory here. I'm really excited. Um, let's start with some basic stuff. It's been 20 weeks since you guys have taken up crime fighting under Mr. Andrews. I believe that calculates to five months, four months. So I can do math. I don't know. Anyway, it's been, <laughs> it's been a month since your incident with Mr. Freeze. How how are how does how is everything going with Brandon and Lucian? How are you guys doing? Uh, I think good. I think um, I think Lucian was a little he's a, a little mad at Brandon. Kind of. Uh, we probably resolved it by now, but I think he. I think Brandon's uh, grandstanding a little bit, like when we chose to i was on the rooftop being all sneaky and he was out like pandering to the to the masses oh yeah okay uh, i don't know Showboating. <laughs> yeah i don't know if you like that very much um and we probably talked about it and resolved it oh, okay um because you know i'm an understanding guy i don't mind uh yeah you're in the conflict resolution yeah, business yeah yeah so I, it was just i think an, an immediate twinge of being like oh but that's, <laughs> like, like, hey, don't do that. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. Like, oh, I thought we were trying to be secret. And then he's just fucking parading himself. But I think that's probably been resolved by now. And it's turned into. I mean, I can see why like he did it because it's, it's in line with like renown, right? It is. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's, you know, that's the point of what we're doing is gaining renown. And so I think that's why he's like, oh, OK, yes, that makes sense now. Well, how does Brandon feel about that? How did that go for you? How do you feel about that conversation? Uh, Brandon didn't really understand it because he thought the point of being a superhero right. was to you know be known yeah and then his real identity was the actual secret identity where he's he's like secluded to his work life well i think the, the it sounds like the point of contention is that like you're you're putting the operation at risk by like you can be renowned, but like to parade in the street with the cops, like so close. Yeah, we're still not, you know, it's not legal. So that's why I was like, uh -oh. yeah, like there's a special unit out there designed to take you guys out yeah. and they suck at it, obviously. Yeah. But like, they're not bad. Like they, you guys haven't really come across it too much yet. Right. It's true. We always bounce. Yeah. yeah. And that's like your advantage is you're able to just fucking tuck out of there and they have to like ride horses or whatever mm -hmm. through the streets. Mm -hmm. Um, and Waterdeep is a pretty like tight streeted 
area. Like there's a lot of corners and stuff. Easy for people to get away from the cops. Yeah. If you have the capabilities yeah, you guys have. Grapple hooks. Okay. Uh, so Brandon, how are you doing after the Mr. Freeze incident? You saved the city. We did. You got a fuck ton of renown for it. Yeah. Hell yeah. Haven't quite leveled up yet though, right? Not yet. We're yeah. just shy. You're just getting shy. close to the next rank. Yeah. 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 Brandon's doing good. He's just been chopping wood, running the production of quality wood yes. for the custom buggies. Yeah. I'm really glad you're yeah. keeping yeah. up on that because yeah. it's going gonna, it's gonna to come into play today. Okay, great. Yeah. Oh, and that's also what I was doing. I was maintaining my, my business classes with Anders. And- so, um, Brandon, your schedule is pretty... Like, we're going to talk about your guys' ske- what your schedules as Brandon and Lucian really are today because mm-hmm. it's not all, like peas and carrots like we've kind of been acting I know it, it, it goes without saying that there's some constraints that you guys experience mm. but like we're gonna really get into that today um, and explore that space let's go over the the Mr. Freeze session we got a uh, the downtime for crime fighting since the Mr. Freeze incident there's been some uproar with the mob um, mm. and you guys have been like basically these small time criminals they've all kind of banded together they can't hang anymore without the numbers and it's been a little more difficult for you guys but you've been managing pretty much seamlessly and um stopping like groups of 10 groups of 12 wow Ooh, uh, yeah it's yeah. it's been real nice uh bank robberies heists of all kinds break-ins etc you guys are staying on top of it and for that i'm go- going to grant you 30 renown um for Freeze's henchmen, you guys got five KOs, so that's one renown each, so five there. You took out a member of the CW, that was worth one renown. You took out one security guard, that was one renown. And you took down Mr. Freeze, which was a, a pretty big challenge, so you got three for him. Um, and you got the Deep Court contract, which was 20. So overall, you totaled 60 points of renown. Ooh, so go ahead and add that. Um, so let's go over the ripple effect from the last session. So Mr. Freeze or Victor Freeze was placed in um, the Arkham Asylum. Um, So he was uh, judged to be unstable mentally and he's been placed somewhere that is underneath Waterdeep. It is a cavern that houses the insane and criminals of the insane, etc. It doesn't have the same reputation as the Arkham Asylum in Batman necessarily, but you guys are now aware of it as you, like, Anders help you track, like, what happened with this. You guys also find out that Pamela Isley, or Poison Ivy, was also transferred to Arkham Asylum for exhibiting extreme personality disorder behavior while in the the Stonewall Penitentiary, which is where she was was originally imprisoned. Um, So, yeah, they're both in Arkham right now. Uh, Let's see, what else? Uh, An official... An official investigation is being conducted against Farrah Boyle, CEO of Deep Corp, concerning the death of Nora Freeze and all related incidents. Farrah Boyle has publicly resigned as CEO, making a statement that she felt that she was unfit for the position. Uh, a board of shareholders or stockbrokers has taken control of Deep Corp, as has happened with several other um, instances like this uh, in this interim. And they pledge that they will uh, elect a new CEO of some, some degree in some fashion later. Uh, Freeze's polar bear was left unaccounted for after your guys' incident, but yes. the CW special unit was able to actually capture and maintain control of the bear and submit it to the Waterdeep Animatorium, where it now lives. Ooh, it, is, uh, it has been kept alone and is uh, going through rehabilitation as it shows signs of mental trauma and abuse. Oh. Um, oh. Yeah, but it, it's, uh, it's, being, it's going through rehab right now, so it looks like that kind of worked out. Um, current events, to... let's talk about that. Um, it's fall. It's we're well into fall at this point. I think we were just like uh, cusping into fall last mm-hmm. session, and it was unusually hot in the week of the attack of Freeze. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, it's election time in Waterdeep for all of the unmasked public figures in Waterdeep, such as the DA Harvey Dent, whose campaign has been primarily funded by Anders. Uh, it's starting to get very cold in the city. Fall weather has taken its root, and there has been an upswing in criminal activity involving gangs. Large groups have been conducting crime in organized units, allowing them to fight off CW as well. But wow. you guys have come in and cleaned up after the CW, who uh, has been kind of... Um, they don't look as good in the public eye at the moment. But um, Harvey Dent is actually working with Anders to kind of uh, turn that opinion. Um, because the CW is a force in the city that should be trusted, in the opinion of Anders. 
they're just not there yet. Um, there's been a lot of secrecy and they've been exposed the sign of accidentally by you guys with their like flying ship initiative and et cetera. It's true. Um, let's see. So I think we'll start act one with you guys, uh, hanging out with Anders and talking shop and going over kind of the last like five months or so, how things have been going. Sometimes you check, he likes to check in with you guys periodically, like, you know, anything I can do, that sort of thing. I think we've covered that quite a bit. So boys, uh, been real proud of you guys over the last little bit. Little stretch here, you really, I mean, you save the city. You continue to do great work. Um, you're really shaping up into the heroes I knew you could be. And uh, I think the city is, is really responding to you and, and, and your success. I mean, even the officials that I, I speak with in the city, they they can't deny what you've done for Waterdeep. It's, uh, it's really heartwarming to see you carrying on the legacy that I left. Um, very, very good. I'm actually taking a lot of steps f- to... I mean, eventually we want to give control of the city back to the city and to get them on their feet and to really like help them smooth out this this upsurge of crime that we've been seeing. And to do that, I've been working very closely with the D.A. Harvey Dent, who you've met, actually. You've actually saved his life and uh, many thanks for that. Uh, So that's uh, I'm actually the primary funder of his campaign and I've been grooming him for the success in that role. Um, Part of that comes with this issue that we've been having with the mob. Uh, Rupert Thorne, notorious mob boss. He uh, he's really putting the hurt on Waterdeep right now. It looks like, and we're having a little trouble proving it, but all signs lead to a uh, a heist that took place on Waterdeep's uh, army depots. A lot of high end weaponry was stolen. Lots of swords, lots of armors, and something secret that they've been working on: uh, Granados. Hand grenades, small <laughs> handheld explosives that you can throw and they'll fragment, taking out large groups of people. These are very dangerous weapons. And um, it looks like they're held up in one of Waterdeep's oldest buildings in the middle of the city. Um, the DA has been working on getting a warrant to raid this building for months now, three months or so. Um, it's something that he's very avid about and we're coming up here now where the CW is going to have authorization to raid this building. Now I've been invited to stand in on the scene along with the commissioner of the CW and Harvey Dent. We'll all be there. But as you guys know, election time is here and Harvey Dent is up for re-election as DA. And I would really prefer him in the seat rather than somebody else that could be crooked or corrupt. I really don't know. I don't trust these other candidates, but Harvey Dent, I think is our man. I think if we can get him in the office again, he'll continue to put away the criminals that we put in jail. Um, do you guys agree? Uh, yes, that sounds like the preferable path. Yeah, Harvey's our man. So to get this operation off without a hitch, I'm going to ask you guys for your help again. Can you uh, can you back up the CW on this raid? We're, I think there's a way for us to do it without getting in their way. Because uh, this could go south real quick and... There could be a lot of of very terrible tragedies and maybe even casualties in this operation. But I think if you if you two are involved, we can get this thing off without a hitch. What do you say? Uh, That sounds like a good idea. Will they be aware of our presence? I mean, Uh, I imagine we'll have to help from afar. Well, I got I got one of these and he holds up a pager pebble. That's the same color as your guys's. And he's like, I'm going to have this on me. And. I'll be uh, relaying information to you that I get as I receive it about what's going on with the CW. My strategy is to delay their entry into the facility until the threat has been neutralized by you. Um, so that that'll be that'll be what I'm doing. Uh, and you guys can probably with the design of this building, we'll go over it. But I think you can get in and get out unseen. That sounds great. Yes, that works. Excellent. Okay. Um, once again, very much appreciated. Um, Thank you for all of your wonderful tutelage. We could not get to this part or this place in our career without you. Uh, much, much appreciated. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really proud of the work you guys are, are doing as superheroes, but also as uh, Brandon and Lucian. Um, you're really taking a, a, a double-fisted grip on this business. <laughs> um, this... this uh, this custom cart thing is, there's some money here and we've been making it. Um, 
And uh, I'm Stroop. sure he shelled out some money to you guys, like you know, just put this put this somewhere safe, you know, Ooh. keep this for the future, whatever you want to do, buy some nice clothes. I don't know what you guys do necessarily with your off time, but um, besides this, I mean, I've been actually seeing a lot of you guys lately, and uh, you know, it's it's really starting to feel like you guys are are family to me. You and you guys and Stan, you know, I don't Aww. have my you know my my kids are grown up and gone and. And this is uh this is my legacy. This is really uh, what I want to do, and you're helping me achieve that. Um, Papa Anders, <laughs> I feel like he's gonna die now. <laughs> Saying nice things to us like this, or set it up to kill him. Yeah, and then you'll be so, on your own. He's like, this is my legacy. <laughs> Who will talk to the CEOs now? Yeah, not us. <laughs> I guess me. Yeah, I know. It's kind of looking that way with the business uptake you guys are taking. Promo for me. Um, how much money did we get? Do we have a, money? Uh, yeah. Well, like it's kind if of he did you, kick us something. I mean, right now it just feels like you guys have so much fucking shmoney. Like, yeah, yeah. like you've been turning it down because it's not I your thing. Been, but yeah. this guy just like racks up the shmoney. He's oh, making yeah. shmoney. Brandon makes shmoney from work. Yeah. Brandon doesn't have to pay rent or bills. Brandon gets That's all. Right. The, Brandon basically collects all the fucking loot from your guys' regular missions that sure. isn't renowned. Sure. And, yeah. and he and he's getting cuts of the business from Anders. Like, uh, yeah, like, you guys are basically stock foreman. Yeah, you guys are basically stock. He's basically giving you stock in in what is, what do we call it? CPU. Uh, yeah, yeah. Pimp my cart. Pimp my cart. PMC. PMC. <laughs> That's right. So the the custom cart. Pimp my cart. Um, they made uh they he made uh. Recently, one of the more um, notable uh, creations of Pimp My Cart have been a um, a car that looks suspiciously a cart that looks suspiciously like a CW special unit, but with all of the bells and whistles the CW have stripped away, and it's just kind of like that sleek um, matte black. Like it kind of like inspired by the Escalade buggy a little bit, mm. and um, it has a, a hydraulic si- steam hydraulic system in it that makes the front and back ends bump up and down. <laughs> Oh my god, that's yeah. pretty good. Like kind of like when you see like a like an undercover cop car or like a car that used to be a cop a cop car. But yeah, it's like the when you see it, it's like when you see like a that. Ford Explorer or a Challenger yeah. or a Charger or whatever what that one is. Just following and you get that you get that. Yeah, <laughs> like heart skips. I'm putting like oh wait, I, I should probably stop driving with my knees and trying to put hot sauce on my taco. Yeah, yeah that's true. Okay, <laughs> and okay. it's not even the cops. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it. it's like it so that. Much. It's like that. People gotcha. like double take at it. Like, yeah. oh wait, it's at the cops. Oh no, it's not. But yeah. you open the door, oh, and um, there's actually like a bunch of foliage inside. Like it's like a tropical jungle inside. What? Yeah, it looks like a tropical paradise. Man, yeah, sick. Um, there's been some. Uh, you, they've called in third party to do like some like uh, um, not te- what's the opposite of temporary permanent illusion magic on some of this stuff. Oh, that, sick. Okay, that either needs to be re-upped or lasts a long time or yeah. something like that. Yeah. But um. I want to imply that there is some sort of magical enhancement that goes on occasionally with high-end stuff that allows magic that is normally temporary to last a long time. Like with the flying ships, there's no, there was no mechanic mechanical device on those um, that implied that it could fly with some kind of like machine. Like it was magic based, arcane based. And it was uh, basically like some version of like levitate or something like that. Yeah, like the sails were enchanted or something. Yeah, something. We'll we'll get into that another time. But like when you guys took the helm, you noticed that there was some kind of like like uh, periscope view that would automatically kick in for you to help you perceive like the like Uh, that's a thing. Yeah, Yeah, there's some kind of like like straight up like crazy magical enhancement that goes on there. Um, So I'm going to do a read. We have for those free tune-ups. Come in and get your enchantment tuned up. <laughs> so oh, I should, yeah, die. yeah, totally. Um, I'm actually going to let you guys shop. So if you guys oh, want to sure. spend any of your renown that you have, um, yeah, let's go over that. Make sure uh, add that sixty to the total for your rank, yeah. and then like you know spend as you have if you we're, feel we're like at it. One ninety-two now. Nice. And the, what's the next goal? Two hundred. Two hundred. Yeah. So we're so we're you'll probably rank close. up pretty soon yeah. after this session. Hell yeah. You know, I don't know. So if I was to trade in my bolas, I would only have to to give five. Oh yeah, points. we should talk about it. Uh, oh, yeah, the, sure. the shop has been upgraded, so yeah. basically, you guys go over to the counter, which is like I always imagine it like um, a booth at a trade show, like yes. a like a convention or whatever, where it's like the glass and you can see down into it. Like sometimes they people keep like uh, novelty items in there, and it's yeah. got like yeah. it's like illuminated somehow. Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> like probably with magic. Like it's there's probably He's not magic fl- as fuck. Yeah, there's, he does do magic, and it's mostly like he applies concoctions to like he, he doesn't like use spells. He like makes shit to Ooh, have a magical sort of. effect. Fluorescence. Yeah, he's he's more like an artificer than a yeah. than a spellcaster. But you. he knows magic. Yeah. Like, um, so basically the um you go over to this this glass case and there's all these items in there and he's upgraded some of them. Uh he's like, Hello sirs, uh welcome to the shop. And I uh I've done some upgrades to some of the items that we have available. Uh the bolos is one of them. Um if you want to trade in your old bolas for a new one, uh, you give me the difference in renown, and I give you the upgraded version. We can Ooh, talk okay. about that if you guys decide to do that. Yeah, um, the smoke bomb no longer exists; it's now a smoke grenade, which can be refilled um, if the cap container is recovered. And uh, the health potions have also been upgraded. You can buy either health potion, but it's obviously a better deal. I'm assuming to get the uh, like the first one costs fifteen; it's a hit die plus con. The new one is twenty; it's uh, hit die plus con plus con, uh, and you can trade those in and pay the difference to get the upgraded version. I feel like they were a little weaker than I wanted them to be initially. Um, like you guys would spend a turn taking it and it would get you like, it would get you there, but I was like, Oh, I wish it was like a little more guaranteed because the roll might boof you. So this is a, a little better. It might be a little like darker red than the other one now. Ooh, okay. Um, the bolas you can tell is like longer and like the, the weights on the end are heavier. like more hefty and heavy duty. Yeah. Like the neck it. gun's the same. And I feel like the neck gun is pretty balanced. It's, it's, like, it's like situational, but, um, we'll revisit more shop stuff, um, later on. But yeah, f- feel free to tell me what you buy and subtract your renown as, as needed. Uh, I definitely want to trade in my old bolas for the new bolas. Cool. If I can. Yeah. So subtract that amount and you get the new bolas. So the new Bolas, the DC was 12, now it's 14 for um, a deck save on the enemy or the target. Um, the hit die was a D4, has been upgraded to a D6, and the range for the Bolas went, went from 30 to 40 feet. That's all I want. Okay. Oh, and I just want to upgrade my two potions. Nice. All right, yeah. go for it. So that'll be, what did I say, five each? Yeah. Yeah. Just subtract that 10, and now you have two upgraded potions. Yeah, I would do that too, but my con is garbage, so it's not going to be that much of a difference. Oh, okay. I'll probably make uh, another version of... I'll, I'll continue to make versions of this healing potion yeah, like yeah. that accommodate your guys' needs since you don't have a healer. That's true. Or have healing capabilities. It's a cold autumn's eve. Bitter wind gusts across the rooftops of Waterdeep, the rhythm of its gentle whistling cut by the clattering of roof tiles, interrupted by the subtle firings of machinery and the zip of wires sliding against it. Below, a small crowd dressed in heavy tattered clothing is gathered around a small fire in an alleyway. A human child among them appears startled as though they hear something the others don't. They step back from the flames and look up to see two silhouettes move swiftly over the gap between buildings. Up above once more, The hasted movement of the figures remains graceful while they approach a castle-like structure made of charcoal-colored stone, perched precariously among the apartments that fill this residential sector of the city. We move to a view of the structure. A watchman paces around the base of a tower jutting from the top story. He hums to himself as he paces, casually looking down from his perch at the city watch stationed on the streets, careful not to get too close to the edge for risk of being fired upon. As he circles once more toward the face of this fortress, two wires rocket up from below the threshold of the roof connecting to the tower, and two figures emerge. They rapidly glide upward and out of sight. The watchman turns to look behind him just as the figures vanish. For a moment, he's startled. He relinquishes his suspicions as a trick of the wind and the darkness, and continues his patrol. And now we see our heroes perched atop this stone rook, surveying their environment. They see the city watching the street. At the rear of the blockade is a special unit, three figures standing in front of it, all wearing long brown coats one of them with a familiar lean, assisted by a cane. Now, and you guys hear uh, over your uh, your pebble pagers. Rub, rub, rub. Rub, rub, rub. <laughs> what did you just say? Oh, don't worry about it. Uh, now, Commissioner, uh, we don't want to set them to the point of actually using the explosives. Uh, that would certainly result in multiple casualties to both parties. Uh, you said they have people stationed at the windows of the third floor for those attacks, correct? And there's a slight pause. Hmm... It's a shame there doesn't seem to be a way for us to get in behind them. 
Uh, it seems all we can do at the moment is wait them out if we don't want to risk any lives of major property damage. Maybe we can uh, set up some type of negotiation, but like you said, those sort of things would take time. Why don't we continue to discuss it? And, uh, yeah, so you guys are... Um, so this is the army depot that they're outside of right now. Uh, they're actually at this derelict, uh, this derelict building that the, so the army depot was hit and stuff was stolen and oh, taken okay, to this building. Was. Okay. And, um, this is the oldest building <clears throat> in Waterdeep. This is Deep. one of the oldest buildings okay, in Waterdeep. Okay, yeah. I gotcha. Okay. Uh, it was built in the, I'm, I'm calling it like the last, the previous age basically. Ooh, okay. But yeah, pretty much it's like a big stone tower and, um, this is very hot, like a hundred feet up probably. And you guys are, uh, I positioned you up here. I give you like a free point to get in. So there's a the watch I was talking. There's a guy on the roof, right here. That was like kind of just being a lookout. Mm. And then so there's a first floor, a second floor, and a third floor. And Anders mentioned that there were men stationed on the third floor with ex- with the explosives. So because it's like a hard point to reach. All of these windows are like arrow slits, basically. That oh, okay. like they're able to like look out and remain like mostly protected. Um. There is okay. Well, I'll I'll get some more explanation later. Um, and this is the this is the mob people that are on the third floor with the explosives. Yeah, the mob the mob is inside okay. this building, um, and that's who you guys are trying to trying to beat. Gotcha. Um, okay, so you guys are on top of this tower that stands about a hundred feet. Um, you're able to see down to the rooftop below, which like this tower comes out of the roof here of this three story building. So it's like a three story big rectangular building with like arrow slits up in the front. Like it was used to like this was a place that we were going to defend from. And like it's in the middle of the city and like basically some rich person built it as like a show of force. Like this is my stronghold and like no one's ever going to attack me in the middle of the city. But like. I live here and like, good luck fucking me up. Cause I'll fuck you up before you get close. Mm. Um, and the residential, like the modern residential has just kind of been built around it. Um, it, it's been like left in disrepair mostly. Um, so it's not the sturdiest thing. And like some of the, the, the bricks and stuff and the construction used have like fallen away. Um, so it's a little bit in like, in, like I said, disrepair or, or ruin. Um, so on that rooftop, there is a patrolman, um, and then you see the CW down at the face of the building below. There doesn't seem to be entrances or exits at the back of this building, per Anders. Um, you guys are on the top of this tower, and there is a hatch to um, that looks like it'll allow you to enter the tower and go down. I dig it. Uh, this, this hatch seems like our way in. Did you feel the need to take out that watchman? No, I mean, I don't think he's going to be checking up here anytime soon. I don't think he saw us on the way up. I don't believe so either. Yeah, yeah he's very fine. casually like walking around the base of this rook um, and not really like doing much else. Yeah, let's, go, let's go down the hatch. Yeah. yeah. Okay, um, you guys open up the hatch and you find yourself in like a spiral staircase situation. There's a, a little landing down a small ladder and um, you can see out of the window out into the street. Um, and there are windows all around, like arrow slits, pretty much, as you descend the spiral staircase. But um, eventually, you get to um, an area that you discern is below the roof and onto the third floor, where there is, uh, you do come across a, uh, like another landing that circles the entire rook that you can exit out of one side or the other at like the onto 180 the roof, degrees. Basically. Uh, not oh, you did. You, oh wait, uh, there was that. a door at the roof okay. that you could go into, but now you're down. Past you can you can pass that and go to the third floor. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. So is that what you guys want to do? Yes. Okay. I'm going Let's to say you first, and then me, right? Uh, sure. Since I can get around you, yeah. pretty quick. And I'm beefier. Please. <laughs> it's truth. Um. So you guys, t- tell me now if you want to. This is the front of the building. Okay. And you can discern where that is. Um, do you guys want... There's two exits out of the tower to the third floor. And that's facing the front of the building or the rear of the building. You can go out of either. But um, basically, you're inside right now. And you, you can tell me which of these... Um, they're not doors. They're just entries. So, like, as soon as you come up to it, you're like... You can see outside of it a little bit. Um, so, just tell me, like, how you want to proceed. There's also, like, the staircase continues down to the second floor. And you would assume to the first floor, etc. 
Gotcha. Right. Um, but right now you're inside of you're inside of this. So tell me which door you or tell me what you want to do and like where you want to do it, like front or back. Um, you want to go in the back? We could uh, we could hit it from the back. That's true. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's fine. I'm down. I'm OK with that. We, we'll, we approach, we'll approach the rear. <laughs> we'll okay. approach the rear. <laughs> um, stealthily, quietly. Okay, can. so roll stealth. Ooh. I said that. Hey. Those are Ooh. Six. Uh, eight. Uh, oh, yeah, okay. So I... Um, <laughs> nah, it's, a, it's a good thing with those rolls. You guys chose that because um, you... Um, roll, roll perception also. Give you like a lay of the land here. Uh, 20. 20 for me as well. Nice. So you guys see fucking everything. But uh, <laughs> you see a you see a, um, a small like de- like derelict. I don't know. I want to keep overusing that. But like a very old like. Uh, you could say super derelict. Cha- super derelict <laughs> chair and like kind of like little side table almost like a um, I don't want to say coffee table and I don't want to say like TV tray. But like a place you would set like a drink or something next mm, to you. Mm. And um, like a coffee table. Yeah. And uh, you guys kind of try to go out the door at the same time and you don't really really coordinate and you guys totally bump into each other and you bump into that table and uh, it totally just breaks. <laughs> and it makes like a wooden, it makes like a big wooden sound and it echoes <laughs> through here. And you hear uh, you hear very quietly like hey, you hear some. Oh no, but I just I just heard that. What was that? You <laughs> son of a bitch. Um, but you don't see anybody. You come out of here yeah. and you see um basically this is like a um like you're on a little bridge that goes over to like the the exterior kind of parts of the building that has like rows of rooms mm. that seem to wrap around this entire uh backside up until like the front area. And then, um, contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague ridden world that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Uh, you discern with your uh, excellent perception checks that those voices came from the front side of this area. Oh, I'd say we can just go around and avoid them. Sure. Yeah. Well, just give them the run around. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So um, with your excellent perception, you actually do hear uh, one of them say, I'm going to go check it out. And uh, they you hear footsteps coming from basically you're hearing them echo from inside this tower out to where you guys are like on this bridge right now. You maybe want to like flank the door, so if it comes out, we could just put just smack them. Yeah, <laughs> sure. So yeah. you're gonna go. What are you gonna do? Like basically, on be on opposite. Yeah, sides we're gonna be on opposite entryway. sides of the entryway of this back. At the one you went out. Yeah. 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 Okay. So there's enough room for you to like get on the sides here. There's like yeah. maybe a little lip that you guys can like tuck behind. Okay. Yeah. Um. So then the next thing I want to tell you is while you're there. You can see down um, to a second floor that has a another like the similar shape of a setup for the floor. Like you can basically see all the way down to the first floor in this gap here that's around the rook. So imagine like uh, a, a cylinder in the middle of the building mm. and then like a square rectangular cutout around that cylinder that like goes all the way down. And then like the outside this outside rectangle is where like the floors are based. Like people can hang out up here, but you can see all the way down to the first floor and you see a couple like the sides of like chandeliers down there that are illuminated and you see a table down on the first floor that looks like there's some people sitting around it eating. Um, but it's a little far away from you and you're kind of occupied at the moment. So that's that's what you can get from the third floor. And we're not like on a platform, right? Like, cause you said that there's like a lip for us to stand on. Like, are we on yeah, like literally so, like on like a catwalk? So, like up against yes, the kind wall, of. basically? Yeah. Kind of so there's this, there's this rook in the middle, like the, the cylinder in the middle. Yeah. And there are these bridges that come out 
to connect the the rook to these like these floors yeah. where like the main area. Oh, okay. And you guys are on that bridge, and I'm gonna say like on the rook, those those lips for that entryway like come in. So the bridge is actually built like wider than that passageway, mm. and you guys are standing catty corner like on each of those lips yeah. you know what I mean so we're on like we're hovering in between like rook where we are floor yes but you're also um, you're on either side of this bridge yeah um, standing up against the rook yeah and there's a doorway and you can hear you can hear footsteps yeah okay I just wanted to be mentally yeah crystal clear with the mental image um, if we if we look down though so where we heard the, the table like the where the table was and the people like if they were to look up, would we just be totally in view? No, you're totally obscured by like this bridge that you're on. Like and and you're really high up. Like it would be weird for them to even look up there really. Okay, they'd have to like really crane their neck. And they <laughs> we would have a hard time like discerning who's even up there. Like, oh, okay. If they saw somebody. I see. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, you guys are pretty obscured by the bridge. There's not like enough ink like yeah, the angle isn't right for them to see you. Okay. Like, you don't have to worry about that. But you can see them. They're they look like Look like ants. Look <laughs> like really fucking big ants. Well then, yeah, I say let's let's prepare. Let's hold some some punches. How how close is the the footsteps going? Yeah, the footsteps. Um, you're hearing them get closer and closer. Um, and you hear. I can't discern how far just from the footsteps. Um, I mean, like they're coming toward you, and it like basically. Well, you guys are telling me you're going to hold your actions, right, to to jump this guy? Yeah, but I, I also have a plan depending on how close this guy is. Um, you can tell me how close he is and what you want to do. He's going to eventually get to you. Okay. You can kind of surmise. Okay. I kind of want to put the remnants of the derelict chair that we like or whatever that we crashed into. Yeah, it was like a little tiny chair and table. Yeah. And then put it right at the entryway. Where like to trip him? Oh, of? I get no. it. Like to bait him? To bait him. Oh, to yeah. go check out why it fell over. Yeah, that way fair. his that's focus fair. is on that. So yeah. you kind of like move the um, the pieces were up against the wall. Um, and you guys, you kind of just moved them to the center of that doorway. Yeah. Like a like a rabbit. Like yeah. when you put a box with the fucking <laughs> yeah. trip wire on like it for the rabbit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Exactly. So yeah. 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 You pile up. You like kick it over and like it made a little bit more noise and he it like draws his attention a little more, but you're out of sight. So, um, sick. Okay. So yeah, he, uh, you hear him kind of pretty close. He's like, what the hell? And he comes over to the, uh, to the pile. And it, is it like, tell me exactly where is it like it is compared to the threshold of the door? Like, so did you like put right it inside the, the rook or outside the rook? Oh, I, w- I wanted to be outside the rook, so that way his focal point is past. Yes, perfect. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you do that maybe like five feet past you guys, Yeah. right? So you're at the door on the other side, right? Like five feet just past like, you in the middle, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> with our heads, I'm just waiting. Um, yeah, and I just yeah. have a thumbs up and winking at a flashbang. And you guys hear <laughs> yeah, these footsteps and you hear, you hear, what the hell? And it sounds like he's taking the bait and he walks out of the threshold and you see him... Um, you see him emerge and he's looking at the pile on the floor and his peripheral vi- he this guy almost goes cross-eyed his peripheral vision catches both of you in his view and here he is he's standing in between you guys and it looks like it looks like he's like he hasn't had enough time to even react yet but he you can tell he's like, going to see you like all we see is his eyes getting like wide yeah he's like doesn't know which way to look he's like pretty wow. much he probably is more um apt to look at surgeon because of the like shocking dress That's or fair. maybe not necessarily even that because both of you are in shocking dress it's typically true. it's very true i think i mean if i were to look at both of you the way i imagine you i would yeah. be more stunned by one than the other it's true as far as like shock factor but That's i would be true. scared yeah. But, right That's yeah fair. <laughs> That's so he fair. just found like a weird pile of shit yeah and he's in he's between trying to do his job <laughs> to, yeah he's in between you guys are big dudes like here we go That's true yeah, I wanna. Who who goes first? Or I feel like we would both. We could both. We go. both just converge on my, him. My my plan would be to like butt end of the spear him. <laughs> what like did to you try do? to knock him out? I want to scream at him. What's twelve times nine? No, no scream. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> you scream. What's twelve times nine? And uh, Lucian, go ahead and make an attack roll. <laughs> okay. Okay. 
get him absolutely bewildered. Yeah, man. 24 <laughs> to hit. Yeah, that's going to hit him. Um, uh-oh. Okay, well, um, yeah. That, yeah that fuck things up. This guy turns fuck. to you, Surgeon, and is and is like wide-eyed, and he's like, what? And as soon as he says what, he gets hit in the back of the head. How much damage did you put on him? It was only four. Um... Let's see. I don't know if that's enough to do. It <laughs> definitely doesn't knock him out. Yeah, yeah. But you hit him in the back of the head and it looks like it hurts him. He's like, ah, and he looks like just like fucking confused. But now we have to roll initiative. And um, <laughs> yeah, I thought you were going to hit him. <laughs> like the plot was both of us to hit him. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, I thought the diversion would be like enough to gain some kind of advantage for like your flank or something. I mean, I hope so as well. Yeah, but. It's all right. Okay, so what'd you guys roll? Uh, a three. Okay. Uh, plus two, so oh, five. Oh, I'm five, yeah. Uh, right. Mine is a uh, 12. 12. 12. All right, so that was the surprise round. So, Lucian, you're up again. <laughs> I'm upset. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to hit him again. Uh, 15. Uh, yeah, that, that hits. Okay. Jesus, go down, please. Fuck, another one. Uh, four. Another four. So that's eight total. Yeah. Oof. Is he out? Can nope. I, okay, I'll... Do an unarmed. Okay. So I'll butt him once, and I'll hit him with a butt again. I'm like, God, and I'll just throw an elbow. <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, 20 to hit. Okay. And uh, six damage on that one. Yeah, that's enough. Nice. Okay. You get him. Okay. Okay. So, so the diversion was enough. <laughs> <laughs> the math was enough. It wasn't, because now they know we're here. Um, yeah, you, okay, so you hear, um, this guy goes down, and uh, and Serge, and I guess you're just like looking at him as he gets the shit out of him from behind. Um, and you probably had advantage on all that, but you, you killed him anyway, because yeah. uh, you guys are flanking. But um, you hear some ruckus from two, two floors down. Because you just yelled. <laughs> mm-hmm, 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 okay, mm-hmm. so um, I guess do we? <laughs> I'm so upset. <laughs> so we're on that third. We're basically there. Uh, yeah, you are back behind the rook. You're you're in the positions I described. You yeah, in. yeah. Is there anything else around us other than that? Um, so like out on the main floor. So like floor. Th- there's this cutaway so you can see down yeah. to the to the bottom floor and this you can see to the second floor. Second floor looks pretty much identical to the third floor but maybe like a little more going on in terms of like a bunch of rooms down there. Okay. Um so basically all around 3 quarters of this back area of this building are just it looks like a bunch of rooms, like a bunch of doors that are closed. And then um this front face was like you saw it from the outside there's a bunch of windows up there. Basically, I want to I want to know if there's anything I can possibly like block the second oh, floor yeah. thing with. Is there like a cabinet we can like? Oh, the second shove floor in there. You mean the access to the third floor? Yeah, yeah. Like from the rook. No, like, there's no, nothing like I that around. And there's no there's no trap. So. The only trap door was at the top, yeah, right? Yeah. And then there was another door. The only doorway you've seen was the one that, to the roof access. Okay. Yeah. And then um, other than that, everything is just a cutaway. You know, like it's open Um, and you, you do hear um, people mobilizing from the first floor. Mm -hmm. Okay. But we're on, we're on the third though, right? You're up on the third floor. Okay. These sounds are distant, but they, you hear them. They're coming. I have an idea. (laughs) Please. (laughs) Please share it. Uh, We can, I mean, this, this uh, guard. Yeah. He's, he's pretty much knocked out right where the chair was, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Okay, so we could just make it look like he like <laughs> crashed. He's the one that crashed yeah, into yeah. it. He was like sitting and on an as, old chair. And it as broke. the guys are coming up, <laughs> we can just use our grapple hooks from this bridge and descend down as they're coming. Yeah, up. because that's the only other access. So we just got to go. Okay, I mean, from the bridge, really, fair. unless you want to fight him. I mean, I don't. No. So the unless you want to wait out here again and do the same trick over. Again. <laughs> Can you imagine we just take out? Again? Give him more math. <laughs> so imagine a cross shape coming out from the rook. The third yeah. floor has the top and bottom pieces of the cross, and the second floor has the left and right pieces of the cross. So if you were to descend from here, there's nothing to catch you to the second floor below. 
Does that so, make sense? Okay. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. You would have to do like a, an acrobatics like kind of thing swing, to swing basically. into the second floor. And I will let you know that like the exposure to vision the from the floor. first floor will be a thing if you guys do something like that. Mm-hmm. I see. Um, mm-hmm. As like providing common knowledge for your good perception. Um, but you're, you're, you came in here loud as hell and like, <laughs> well, you got in quiet, but like you became loud. Yes, um, yes, yes. But you do hear you <laughs> hear you hear not only footsteps coming from the rook um, from the first floor that sound like they're far away, but you hear other footsteps coming from the other side of the rook. How 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 lit is this third floor? Is are there like uh, not really candles? Is there like there, dark spots? There are. Um, it is not illuminated where you guys are at all. Okay. Um, it's dark inside the rook. It is dark behind the rook. It is looks like there are some candles up at the front end of the building mm-hmm. for where these guys were. Okay. I, mean, we try to I don't want to say candles. I want to say like torches mounted to the wall. Probably. Yeah. yeah. We can try to hide. Sure. And see how that goes. Okay. Cause I can, I can hide even when I'm lightly obscured. So I wasn't worried. I wasn't too oh, worried. Oh, you weren't worried about hiding. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't worried huh. about you. <laughs> <laughs> Since you okay. yelled once 12 times died like an asshole. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I doubt that they would like send like an entire platoon just to check out some math problems. So, Right. And you look down to the first floor and <laughs> there, were, there were several figures down there. Um, there are still people down at that table, but yeah. not as many. Yeah. Yeah. It's not... So that's an easy, that's an easy assumption to make. Like it's it's true. true. So, um, we should hide. Okay, sure. (laughs) Let's hide. All right. What do you guys want to do? I just want to find a dark, like a dark corner of the room and like bring my, I guess I don't have a cloak. Do I? I don't think I I mean, you're wearing your robes. Yeah. But I don't have like a cape. Not necessarily. I mean. Yeah, we haven't established any capes. No, I don't think so. Uh, I'm I, in. The, I'm in the the mindset of Pixar for capes. With yes, the Incredibles. That's fair. Uh, I just want to find a corner and just like make myself as small as possible. I mean, here are your options. There are a bunch of. Uh, there are corners, as you can see, mm-hmm. but um, they're very visible, and it's not illuminated in here. But there are lots of doors that are closed. So we could go into one. Oh of those yeah, doors let's go in the and, doors and see. That's way. A way better option. There yeah. are like eight or eight, eight or nine. There are like there are like ten doors on the back wall and oh like God. six doors on either side. There's like it's a big mansion style. Okay, there, I just yeah. want to go into the the first random one yeah, we can yeah, get to. Yeah. Okay, it's directly behind, um, and the door is locked. Uh, okay. Let's start trying. Doors. Yeah, can we just start running in a circle, trying every door? <laughs> Which way do you go, left or right? To the left. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Okay. You go. Left, you go left, and you, you're trying all these doors, and they're all locked. Oh God. Uh, does the guard we knocked out have any keys on him? Can I loot him? Um, we are running out of time for that sort of thing. Uh, and you abandoned. You ran. Okay. So you ran away from that guy. Yeah. So basically, you staged him uh, where he fell, pretty much. I think. Yeah. Is what you guys established, and yeah. then you ran to the back of the of this room. Yeah. This floor. Yeah. And you started trying doors, and then you started moving left, trying doors, probably like leapfrogging each other, is what yeah. I would imagine. Yeah. And at this point, um, I'm going to take an action. Please um, do. Unless you guys figure something, I'm going to give you one more opportunity to try and figure out a way to hide. And if you can't, I'm going, if you, you can do a thing and then I'm going to take an action. I can't think of shit. <laughs> this is a bad situation. I got nothing. Yeah, please do. Um, Keith, what did they do to you? And you hear, you hear that voice and you look over <laughs> towards the bridge and there's a guy huddled over his friend. He looks up and he sees both of you and he's like, Oh my God. <laughs> and he, uh, he, um, could I get my longbow out and just, do I have any sort of. Uh, um, that's what I would do is yeah. I would see that and be you like, oh, make, an atta- make an attack at disadvantage as this guy sees you pull your longbow out and he tries to bolt back towards inside the rook. That's fair. I mean, he's how, how far is this? He wants well? to go. Uh, let's call him. What's the range on your bow? I think it's 60. Um, yeah, let's call him 50 feet away. Uh, 11. That's a hit. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. That's with the disadvantage on it. Nice. Um, for six damage. Uh, yeah, you get him, and then he moves and he looks injured, but he you hit him in like the arm. That's fair. But he moves into the rook and he disappears. Let's, 
we got to get. Oh, it. was I not able to do an action at all? You can do an action. Do you want to try? Yeah. What do you What do you got though? I don't think you have much. I mean, what happens if I hook shot him? You could try. Okay, I want to try and hook shot. It's going to be at disadvantage. So go ahead and roll a okay. um, roll a d twenty and add your dex. Okay. Oh yeah. Dex. Where so is just my... a plus d. There you go. So that's 17. I'm going to give it to you. You Sick. you are able to kind of lasso this guy and get a hold on him. Tight. Yeah. So, Hell um, yeah. but he start he starts screaming. He's like, help, they got me. There's guys up here. Jesus. And he's screaming down. He's screaming down the rook. And um, how far do you say he was? He was 50. He's at the full length of the because because I said you guys are 50 feet away. Yeah, yeah, and this guy yeah. used the grapple like I, I allowed it. That's so fair. that's fair. I Wait, wanna... so does does this thing retract? Uh, yeah, if it's a weight based thing, right? So yeah. if you're heavier than it, it comes to you, but right? If it's heavier than you and then you go to it, right? Yeah, cause, so cause you are heavier than this guy. Okay, great. So but, he's coming to me then. Well, he will eventually. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Eventually. As soon as we, t- you, we get another round of action on it. Okay. The economy here. Mm, Fair. Mm, mm, so mm. he ha- he's yelling down the rook basically, or like to anyone, he screams to high heaven and it's loud. It's louder than you asking about math. <laughs> 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 I would like to uh, I would like to close some of the distance I guess like if you're going to be pulling him yeah I want to my speed is 45 so, so I can't here's get the to here's him. the tricky part you guys he's on this catwalk yeah okay. and um, you guys are not on the catwalk no. you're around like a corner yeah so you've basically like you're over here and and you grappled him this way yeah. so it would be very precarious to try and pull him directly to you as he will probably end up in a bad situation where you'll be dangling and fall to his death. (laughs) But that's only if he like, if he, if he retracts and pulls the grapple, it will in a straight line, it will most certainly lead to this man's doom. Mm. This man's demise. Don't do it, Steve. <laughs> it will be. Uh, I can be, go villain in one stroke here. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, like with intent. Like being a villain implies intention, right? And like, I, it would be a hard argument to tell me that Brandon is stupid enough to do this without thinking this man's life would be at risk. So, yeah, like, that would be a hard argument to persuade me against. So, uh, just. Yeah. Keep that in mind. I mean, um, there's no rule that you can't kill, except for the one that, <laughs> the one that Anders puts yeah, into place, yeah, right? Where right. He, he's Batman's persona that says like, I have one rule, and it's not to kill in, with intent, like because fucking Batman lets people die constantly that are he bad. Does. Like, yeah, yeah. it's just in the cartoon they happen to land in a tree or whatever. The dude died. Like, they're just not gonna show it on TV. Yeah. So like things like this happen is what Anders says, but like. If I find out that you killed a guy, like we have to break connection here and it's not going to be pretty. Maybe we can, you can like start running back. So we're in a more of a straight line with him. Yeah. I don't have to retract right away. No, you don't have to retract at all. You you can just hold him. Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. Yeah. Or you can let the line in. Like, I'm sure you can like, like with a fishing reel, it's how I kind of imagine this sometimes is like, you can let the line retract as you move toward him. So yeah, You're keeping the tension on him. Well, yeah, well, if anything, I mean, I'm going to want to run so that the angle of the chain is not exactly, so that yeah. it's hanging over the gap. Yeah, that that way That's I fair. still have the option to retract him if I want to yes. at a, without it being lethal. Okay, I think you, you can get to, you it. guys can both get in position to line yourselves back up with this bridge yeah. and, yeah. and you have it, you have him in line with you. Great. And you can, you can, now we'll take, he's trying, I'm going to give him a, like a strength to try. I should give this guy an opportunity to try to escape. Escape. Yeah. Um, he rolls pretty good. Wow. Um, I'm going to say that that's a fail though, because it's a straight up, it's a straight up. I rolled a 15. Um, this guy's a plus zero strength. And I think that he would need to beat this 15 to get out of this. Cause this is like a very high end piece of equipment that you've just roped him it's with. Mithril. It's mithril. <laughs> it's like one of the strongest things in the game. I love to say also when we were running to get position, I would have shot another longbow at him. Oh, okay. Go ahead and roll yeah. an attack. Yeah, while, while we were like, just in case. Yeah. Make, that, know, make that attack roll. Okay. Is it at disadvantage? Cause no, it's no longer at disadvantage. Pro? He's not prone. Oh, he's not. Oh, well, I you crit, created. so you do the full damage to this guy and knock him out. Yeah, okay. That's fine. Um, yeah. So yes. this guy this guy goes limp and fall. He was trying to get away, so he was standing up. You, you didn't, like, trip him or anything, because that would obviously, we discussed that, would cause problems um, for you to try to pull him. Yeah. But he goes limp, and he falls to the ground with your grapple around him. Awesome. 
Um, so what? Um, non lethal, of course. Yeah, those footsteps um, are coming up, and now you guys can see over the uh, over the edge, and nobody is downstairs anymore that you can see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just want to be like rub rub rub, uh, Anders. Uh, the gig is up. <laughs> they they know we're here. Uh, we're we came in a little bit hotter than expected. Uh, they're on their way up. Rub rub rub. Um. <laughs> And so, so just the way like a haze. the way the pager pebble works, um, like in a there's no reception, dude. No, there is re- there is reception, <laughs> but the sa- sound travels at the same rate with the distance. Yeah, so it just doesn't lose its amplitude. Basically, in yeah, the he's distance still at the front, end he is very far right. away from you. So it ta- it's going to take a little bit of time for that to get by. Well, that's mm-hmm. fine. I just wanted to snail mail, but a few, okay. sa- yeah, snail mail, look, really fast snail mail. But yeah. in a little bit of time, um, you hear probably more time than uh, like something probably happens by the time you get a response. But it says, mm, "Well, I, I mean, we're doing the best we can, right?" Uh, uh, I don't know about that. (laughs) (laughs) And it's uh, it's within this. So, what are you guys doing with this guy? I mean, he's knocked out, right? Do we have to do anything with this guy? The other boy is knocked out. Also, you have a you have your grapple gun hooked around him, and he's on the ground. Yeah, but he's he's knocked out though. He's knocked out. Okay, yeah, but like, I'm gonna like you have a you your grapple you are attached to a man right now, unconscious or not. (laughs) Very true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I who is lighter than you? Yes. I'm I'm saying him being attached to my grapple hook could work out to my advantage. It could. Depending on how I use this. Yes. It's extremely true. Yeah. 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 You now have a de- unconscious weapon. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> okay. So you could swing this boy. Um the so the the guys that are coming up the stairs, I mean it's just into like an entryway, right? So mm-hmm. they're gonna just totally into see room, like yeah. Into the room. Oh yeah. yeah. With the way yeah. you guys so are positioned I can't, I can't now, just, I can't just like position the unconscious boy and then create like a makeshift trip wire with my hook shot. That would be really difficult to do. I don't. I don't even see how that's possible in this scenario. Too like too much too soon. No. Like, how would you make a trip wire when? Okay, so like they're gonna come up the rook and go out the door, and you are in line with the bridge. So how would you make something oh, to go see, perpendicular see, see. to it? You know what I mean? Yeah. You you're parallel always, with it. You could always move. You can get that so, angle, but yeah. like you're not going to cover the doorway and you're not going to make something that they're not going to see because it's attached to their, it's a shiny mithril chain attached to their unconscious friend. That's true. <laughs> That's very true. That's fair. Uh, okay. I'll, I would say you'd have to, to, to make it, you would have to, <laughs> there's like a lip on this bridge. You would have to hang this guy over the bridge and then be <laughs> hanging on the other side. And eventually like what the scale isn't even, you're going to fall. Yeah. And he's going to go eventually go with you. Yeah. So like, this isn't possible. That's not yeah, possible. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I got this. All right. I mean, I'm going to unhook yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, uh, to unhook. You need to be near him. Oh, what, what? Really? You're going to have to manually unhook this thing. Yeah. Oh, no, no, you can't. You can unhook. Yeah. There's probably a mechanism in the thing to hook and unhook. Unhook the yeah, end. Yeah. Yeah. You, you can do that. Okay. You can do that. that makes sense. Yeah. And that, that takes up like a whole action, doesn't it? This is going to be your turn to, yeah. I'm going to call that like, I don't what, be you, atten- what you did is your turn. He, yeah. he shot an arrow. You're doing this. Yeah. That's fine. So that's the, okay. That's fine. Yeah. I'm just trying to quantify what you guys are doing as these guys emerge from the, the tower up here. The, yeah. This is the turn that you're going to start seeing some action. For sure. Okay. Um, but yeah, you see, yes. once you unhook and you guys are standing like basically in line with this bridge and the, yeah. you, the first guy comes up and he sees you and he goes and he turns around and he goes, they're up here. And, um, sure. Are. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he doesn't emerge right away though. You see another body go by and, um, another body go by and what do you guys do? Wait, Where, no one's come out of the tower. It looks like they're piling up in, in the they're tower. In the rook. Yeah. Yeah. What, one of those things. So if the range is fifteen on the net capsule, uh huh, I would. That's how close I would need to you get. You need to be fifteen within feet. Yeah. fifteen. You need feet. to be within three squares of this guy. Okay, no, the bolas is longer or has a better. Okay, and they're all just stacking up on each other. Is it like a single file, or are they like you actually of, don't see boom, anybody boom, boom. in the entryway? Oh, I don't. Mm. Oh, I thought you said there was a bunch of boys in there. They're moving by the entryway, but they're not. You don't see them oh, piling okay. up there. Okay, They're actually okay. you when you because you can look into this rook straight directly straight yeah, and you yeah. see like the center supporting column that yeah. everything wraps around. Yeah, they are not visible to you from there. Oh, OK. It's like they're standing inside yeah. or something else. Something else. OK. Um, 
Obscured. Obscured. I say, I say let's just prep for fucking prep for a fight. Is what I, I would just hold. Uh, I would just knock another arrow and I would hold my action until I see somebody. Like pretty much back up as far as I can up against the wall and just wait, basically. Totally. Okay. Um, so you're holding your action to uh, fire upon anybody you see. And then uh, Lucian, what do you want to do? Or you're Lucian. Brandon. Uh, surgeon, what would you like to do? Uh, this is getting hairy. Yeah, man. How how close is the entryway from where I am right now? Um, let's call it thirty feet. Oh, close. Yeah, pretty close. Okay. Within range of motion. Oh man. Um, because you're like lined up with this bridge. You're like back. You're like can basically. I, can I see the the map? Yeah, totally. Yeah. You're, so you're like right here. Right here. Yeah, like in the middle of the floor there. Okay. Let's call the bridge like twenty feet, and then. This is a big place. This is a very big place you guys are in. And then the entryway is here? Sorry. There's an entryway right here and here. Like, uh, picture this. This is the rook, the circle in the middle. Okay. And there's an entry to the rook on either side of it. Yeah. And then the bridge. And okay. Then and then I'm right here? You are here on the floor, on the main floor. Because yeah, okay. that would be inside the rook, right? Right. Okay. I'm sorry. So this is a floor. Yeah. And then this is this back, this back rectangle I drew is the, are the rooms that you guys are trying to get into. I see. I mean, I think I'll just stand in place cause I'm not going to like single myself out by the time they come. So you are, um, are you going to stand right in front of, I wouldn't stand right in front of Lucian. That would, you wouldn't be doing that. Right. Cause he, he backed up to this, this back wall and yeah. is, has an arrow drawn and is like waiting for a guy to come out of that tunnel. Uh, I can't just be like right next to him. Yeah, you can you can back up and be next to him. Okay. Do you want to back up or do you want to like stand at front of the bridge or what do you want? What are you trying to do exactly? Uh, I want to back up and then pull one of the unconscious boys next to us. Sure. Okay. You pull. You pull. Um. You grapple. Let's say that you pulled that guy you had grappled to you. Yeah. And now you're holding him. Yeah. And you have your your grapple gun unhooked from him. Yes. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Potential unconscious human shield. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. Okay. So, um, and then I hold my action, I guess. Uh, or when you wait. hold your action, um, you need to tell me the trigger for what happens when the thing, you need to tell and me the trigger and what happens when the trigger occurs. Oh, okay. I want to hold the unconscious boy as a shield. Okay. <laughs> right. That works for me. Yeah. And mm -hmm. if it seems like there's no projectiles coming my way, my trigger will be to drop the unconscious boy on the floor. <laughs> totally. All right. Okay. Yeah. Um, I need you guys both to make perception rolls now. Sure. Perception. Perce uh, 10. Cool. Nine. Okay. Um, you, <laughs> um, okay. I'm going to make a couple of rolls here. That's cocked, so I got to do it again. Coming in hot with the math. <laughs> with the math. <laughs> that distraction math. Okay. Um, you each uh, see arrows sail by you and strike the um, the rear oh. of the door. And they come from these, uh, the left and right of the rook. Oh, so they missed us. They, yeah, these these arrows miss you guys narrowly um, and strike the wall behind you. Ooh. Um, what is that? Blind and fire they, they or came, intimidation fire? They came from, they came from like over here, one each. Nice. Okay. But you don't see anybody. Yeah. Ooh, interesting. I think we should just pick a. I don't want to split us up, because that would be bad. But we should pick a side. Pick a side and, and go just down. Fucking go in. Okay. <laughs> if I we're say, doing I, this, we. Might as well do it. I say we both pick up the unconscious boy <laughs> and use him as a shield down one of the hallways, right? Um, is it a hallway? There are no hallways. Um, it's pretty open, open. out here, yeah. um, except for like if you were to go into a room. Okay. You know. I mean, I need I need my range of motion. Okay. And I'm okay if if arrows get shot at me. So. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, you can have your boy. I'll have my boy. <laughs> okay, you have a shield boy. Yeah, I have All a right. shield boy. Uh, I'm gonna call it um, three quarters cover. Okay. Which has rules. Um, yeah, you have plus five to your AC while you have three quarters cover. With this boy. <laughs> um, your cover will change as you, you know, things evolve. Things progress. Yeah. Cover, he yeah. only covers 
you three quarters from the angles that they have on you now. Right. So if somebody gets behind you, obviously like that, you're not covered. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But you're covered from, you could probably turn them as like a shield to the side, to three quarter, three sides of you can be covered. But if you get attacked from the back, we'll, we'll call it that. As right. while you're holding this guy, you cannot take regular attack actions unless you drop him. It'll be a free action to drop him though. Okay, cool. All right. Okay. I will, uh, if we're going to, I'm also going to restrict sense. your movement by five feet. Okay. All right. Fair. If we're struggling, or not struggling, if we are circling around, yeah, either the left or the right, I'll watch our back and just go as far as you can go. If you okay. can move twenty five feet, I'll just move twenty five feet with you yeah. with my bow, right. just aiming behind us. Sweet. Well, we. Okay. Yeah. So, so you want to circle to the right? Yeah. Sure. Let's go to the right. Okay. Okay. So you're right. So that would yeah. be to the if you're looking at the face, it would be the left side. Yes. Of the building. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you guys, uh, you guys start moving that way. And as you move um, around the corner, you do see a guy like down here reloading a crossbow. Oh, okay. Um, but you're not able to get close enough to him. You get to you basically break the corner. Yeah. Um, and you see um, you see another couple guys back here. Okay, a couple guys. So yeah. one guy with the crossbow and a couple guys behind him. Yeah, and they're also they also have like um, crossbows. You can't discern what they have on them. But they have something. Here, but they they're probably armed. Yeah. Okay. Um, so. I'm going to take an attack on Lucian. Sure. Flashbang, 12 o'clock. <laughs> um, does 10 hit your AC, Lucian? I don't. I know it doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, an arrow sails by the front of you, and it comes from... Um, you guys, you look from where it came from, and there's a guy standing on the bridge just outside oh, the rope now. I see. Oh, oh. So my range with the longbow is 150. Okay, cool. Could I have hit that crossbow boy? Oh, I was facing the other way. Well, now you already hit, you landed your marks anyway. So like now's your time. Okay. Um, I'm going to go ahead and start, um, should we roll initiative? Let's roll some initiative to get to quantify like what's going on here. Um, so I'm going to roll. Ooh, Ooh, not 20. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.